0: This is Two Nerds and a Joke
1: with Robert and Ernie. Thanks, Disembodied Hot Girl Voice. This is Two Nerds and a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I'm Ernie.
0: And I am Robert. And I'm excited. Are you excited?
1: I'm excited. Season 4.
0: Whoever thought, right?
1: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I know a couple shows that we've outlasted.
0: Ooh, okay. Go on.
1: All right. We did outrun the original run of Twin Peaks. That only lasted for like two seasons. Okay. Uh, We outlasted uh, Firefly.
0: Yes. But go on.
1: And we've outlasted the Mandalorian. (laughs) I'm just throwing that out there. (laughs) Mandalorian has one eight episode season and we have like what? We're now doing our we have how many?
0: We had 40 episodes last
1: <laughs> season. See? Lizzie, you yeah. got to catch up. you got to yeah. catch up.
0: Yeah, no, I, I can't yeah, we, argue. We
1: are beating John Favreau at his game.
0: There you go. There you go. We're hoping to be even more exciting and get closer to a full year of episodes this time. Because if you go by how many weeks or no years, we're a weekly podcast, we should have how many episodes? 52, right?
1: Right.
0: So we got to like 46, 47. And that's with a couple of specials. So, you know, that, that is, that is, we're a little behind where we should be, so we are going to be there even more so this year. But one of the biggest things we need to talk to, of course, is how we're going to start off this, this year, how we're going to start off the season. And the best way to do that, of course, and this was Ernie's idea, was to go back to the beginning, and because the biggest event of Star Wars history just has happened this past week, we're going to talk Star Wars. and spoil everything now ernie had a great idea so i'm going to give him credit again you know we can give you our review of the movie we are going to give full spoilers you know all the connections all the things they shoved in there it was chock full yes but
1: in true jj abrams fashion yes if you if you if you were a fan of any of his work everything everything that happens in his movies happens at a very quick pace. Oh, yeah.
0: He does fast-paced movies, no question there. This is totally that. But what we're also going to do, and this is, again, Ernie's idea, is to look at the other reviews that are out there and then just kind of decide, well, they're not quite where they should be, or, well, they're kind of on point. They did make some points and, and kind of go that way with it. Now, obviously, we've had a mostly hate, but a love-hate relationship with Rotten Tomatoes. So we are going to mention them and just kind of use them as the guiding post, but there are other outlets we're going to utilize. Um,
1: yes. But, which which Rotten Tomatoes, from my understanding, is just a, a, an aggregate of a whole bunch of different reviews slammed together.
0: Right. It, and they're
1: not supposed to have any bias whatsoever.
0: Right. So we'll see. Now, what's interesting to me the biggest interesting thing is that it's at 55 percent. rotten rotten which is weird because
1: which if you go by the if you're if you're the casual fan mm-hmm. li- all right so back to back to the first point you made how we all how we first started this run on our podcast talking about the old Original classic trilogy versus the the next uh, the next three movies, which were considered prequels, which came out in the early two thousands. Right, they were the last ones that were done by George Lucas. Right. At that point, when we started this podcast, The Force Awakens was still on the horizon. Mm-hmm. It still hadn't hit yet, so we didn't have the Disney controlled Star Wars product when we started this. Correct. Since since then, since then, I think. The landscape has changed Mm
0: -hmm. people's
1: opinions have definitely changed especially with the theories that are out there about rotten tomatoes fandango and disney wow yeah And, and think about it this is only dealing with star wars so that tells you how big of a cultural phenomenon star wars has been yeah that people are willing to put that much time and attention into what happens to star wars
0: right and i mean there's been the two arguments, I and mean, you want to talk about old versus new, you can talk about no Star Wars versus, okay, guys, that's a lot of Star Wars. I mean, yeah. you know.
1: People were like, well, give us more Star Wars, and Disney's like, yeah, now that we own it, we'll give you a Star Wars movie every year. And then, well, we were into year two or year three, and people were like, wait, 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 wait. We can't enjoy these movies because there's too many of them now.
0: Well, and here's the other thing that Star Wars did, and uh, Disney did, is they – made it and this movie is a perfect example so that if you didn't watch everything you didn't get almost anything and that i think is a lot of what i see as an overarching theme is like if you enjoyed the last jedi you will enjoy this movie the difference is is that this movie makes so many connections to so many other things in the Star Wars universe. Was it needed to be done? Eh, They could have left a few things out. But again, going back to the fan service, that's the biggest thing, is that they shoved so much in that is it too much? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, now that it's all done, I think we can... We could start with our, our three movies. So you had The the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's, let's further clarify. Yes. We're going to talk specifically about the Skywalker storyline.
0: Yes, which is interesting. They are officially calling it that now, the Skywalker saga.
1: Right. So you had episode four, five, and six that were released in 77, 80,
0: and 83.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, those were more the Luke and Leia movies. Right. And then – but then there's that that other segment of the population that grew up on those movies that say, eh, it's really more the Darth Vader story. Sure. Okay, fine. If, I, I could see it both ways.
0: Well, yeah. It's Skywalker. They're all Skywalkers. It's the Skywalker family. Does it need to be right. about one or the other? It's a little bit about everybody. I mean that's kind, yeah. of, that's kind of a formula that you see throughout is that it's about – specific characters but there are other people in it that you can connect with
1: in these right. stories so so then from 83 to 97 mm-hmm. right no star wars nothing so we so a lot of us call that the dark times right? right um a lot of books were written sure um they fell in and out of comic book series you know marvel pretty much was putting out a comic book every so often mm-hmm. um You know there were these books that were being written. They were they were called extended universe. Right
0: now they're called legacy or legends or whatever. Now they're
1: called legends. Legends. Once the after the then the prequels hit, and you had episode one which did like phenomenal. Right, like it was like a billion dollars. Right, and then like once the internet kicked back up, a lot of people were like, you know what, I really didn't like episode one. Right, and then that started gaining traction. Everyone was like, oh yeah, episode one was crap. So then episode episode two comes out, right? And mind you, a lot of people were like, all right, this is kind of weird. We really don't like the main actor, you know, yeah. the way he's portraying this character. Like, everyone found him to be annoying in that movie, right?
0: Bad script. I, I No matter how much you say you can enjoy any of the original trilies, the script and his lines were awful. I mean, there's yeah. no getting around that no matter how generous you want to be i'm sorry even if you're a huge star wars fan it's a, there are yeah. good points to the movies don't get me wrong there are good points there's good story plots but oh my god that that him talking is just awful
1: yeah <laughs> if you isolate just his dialogue and what he says in that movie and his actions in that movie yeah. then then you're kind of like yeah this is the most un star wars of all of them right yeah yeah because in your mind you had this image of Alright, Darth Vader in episode four, five, and six, um, he's pretty bad. Yeah. Like, how did he get to that point? Mm-hmm. Like, how come everyone fears him so much, right? Mm-hmm. You get into these prequels, which is supposed to explain that, and you're and you're seeing episode one, he's still a kid. Like, alright, we see how he gets discovered, his little origin story. Episode two, the movie does well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, but then it's like all the critics hammer it right oh, yeah. for all the flaws. <laughs> Episode 3 comes out and at this point I think George Lucas is like look I am done with the complaints. Here it is and he and he arguably puts out the best one of the three, right? Sure. Would you agree? Yeah, no,
0: absolutely. Out of those out of that trilogy, the third movie was literally the best. And I mean it's for the classic reasons. Obi-Wan versus Anakin. You know that fight happens. You had to know it. <sighs> epic. It was epic. epic. Fight. Best, Best Let's Saber scene I think they've ever done. Yeah. It does do a number to what comes next to some extent. Because you know he's now Darth Vader, and then you see his next fight with him and Obi Wan. It's like, what happened, guys? You know, they're really old at this point, so I get that, but, you know, it's kind of weird.
1: It's supposed to be quote unquote 20 years. Right. Supposed to be. Right.
0: They don't. And I mean, Obi Wan aged. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Obi Wan aged horribly. All right. Yeah, because he looked way past twenty years. Oh of yeah, yeah. Age yeah. There. yeah, you're not. He's um, not looking
0: much older than fifty. So.
1: Yeah, and and then uh and then you go with Darth Vader himself. The way he moves in Episode Four, it's very predictable. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, he kind of spruces up in Episode Five and Six. Right. Right. He moves a little bit better, but in Episode Four, he's a little clanky moving around in there in that fight scene with with uh, Obi Wan.
0: Right. But again. You can't. You got to take a grain of salt to it because of the fact of the production value, the understanding of what was going to be, what a lightsaber fight even meant. They had no clue. Right. So you, right. you got to take that grain of salt. That yeah, it doesn't make sense. But realistically, the one, two, and three was more of what George Lucas wanted. He was involved with them. They were his story. Yeah. He
1: was writing, directing. Yeah. He was. Uh, he did all of those. That things. was his story.
0: So you know yeah. whether you like it or not, it is his story at that point. That's how he wanted Darth Vader to be depicted. He didn't have the budget, the the wherewithal, and you know, any anything like that for Episode five, Four, if you will, to
1: yeah.
0: be able to do that. So fine, fair enough. We'll take that with a grain of salt. Moving on. So you go into the original the original trilogy that follows up, four, five, and six. A lot of amazing cinematography, a lot of action, a lot of great dialog a lot of great everything you know yeah. original story original plot yeah. everything is really cool not only amazing for its time but stands up through the test of time you know even with the few disney um you know edits and changes throughout its history you know the fourth edition or whatever it is up to now
1: yeah 20 the silver silver anniversary then there was the special editions then there were the extended versions right. with the extra scenes and then it was George Lucas' collection where he went back in and re-edited a lot of dialogue and a lot of scenes. Right. Um, not so much to episode six. He said episode six was very close to what he wanted. He to wanted. Right. Um, so it was more in four and a little bit in five. Because in five, he wasn't really that involved because he pretty much – I think the studios gave all the control over to uh, um, uh, Kirshner okay. is what his name right. was. Right. Uh, Who directed it, and also uh, Loris Castan and another writer wrote most of uh, Empire. Right. And those two movies, uh, Episode 4 and Episode 5, are – I think they're top 100 movies of all time. Mm -hmm.
0: Which would make sense.
1: Yeah, and I think Episode 4 – I think it's in the top 10.
0: I wouldn't argue it. I wouldn't argue it. I I wouldn't be able to confirm at this moment, but I could say I wouldn't argue it. But, he...
1: but then you have you have all this you have what 40 years there right mm-hmm. 30 years at that point cuz now it's 40 30 years at that point so you have an entire generation who was pretty much raised into this and then you had another one that was being brought into it with the prequels that were clashing
0: right it was a generational gap
1: so yeah so what's what's the what's the ultimate thing that disney does right they basically say hey let's bring on this guy who rebooted star trek right
0: Mm-hmm. Which, again, also kind of split that universe too, not as badly, but definitely had its naysayers.
1: No, yeah, because everyone said about the original Star Trek, the original Star Trek was more uh, science fiction with the emphasis on the science, right? Mm-hmm. And J.J. looked at that and said, "Yeah, I'm going to make it more Star Wars.
0: Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so everything was action, you know, Beastie Boy soundtrack, you know – uh, You know corvettes falling off of cliffs and things of that nature not
0: bad stuff just not where you're used to
1: yeah you were used to like you know people sitting around on on the deck of a uh you know in a command deck you know all coming together and what should we do here should we like negotiate with them or should we like not interfere you know it was a lot of discussion on what they were going to do this one it was just like yeah i'm captain kirk we're going to open fire on these guys
0: which to be fair if you go back to the original star trek and they kind of did that anyways. He was impulsive then. Yeah. So they didn't ruin that. They just emphasized it a little more. Over-exaggerated, I guess you would say.
1: Yeah, and then you had, like, the ca- the cast. I mean, it was a great cast that they got for Star Trek. Mm-hmm. They were basically doing their best impressions of those previous actors right. playing those roles.
0: Which you know, is yeah. a way of doing it. It's not bad. It's just the way they chose to no. do it. Which... I
1: mean, everyone loved Bones.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Which kind of parallels what happened with this yeah now
1: yeah
0: we have to remember specifically for the casual viewer of star wars you are missing 50 percent of star wars by being a casual viewer of star wars Yes, because everything is canon everything counts and everything is touched on in the movies if you know where to look Yes. If you're not watching Rebels, if you're not going to watch Rise of Resistance, if you didn't watch the Clone Wars animated series... Yeah, that was didn't... four
1: seasons long, and that's yeah. like 110 episodes. If you Rebels, didn't read the comics... 120 yeah. episodes.
0: Which I did watch all of that, which it does play in. If you didn't read the comics that came out as part of the canon, you're missing stuff. Is it big stuff? No, no. but when you're looking at these movies and you're looking at what Disney's doing, especially what Disney's doing with Marvel and what they're doing with Star Wars, they're giving you the big picture stuff. They're giving you the big moments, the big scenes. You want more detail? Go over there and read that. Go over there and watch that. Go over there and look at this. Rise yeah. of the Resistance, which is the new animated show they're coming out with, or that's on now, Yeah, explained all the background stuff that you don't get out of the movies.
1: Yeah, because you, you don't understand why this current version of the rebellion isn't as organized as the one you saw in the original trilogy
0: exactly you know where is everybody why are they not coming to help blah 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 blah, so forth and so on so all of
1: that stuff or even you're... the mandalorian you, you everyone said you're yeah. supposed to watch the mandalorian before you went to go see this last movie also
0: spoilers. and here's the thing and i saw a meme about this yesterday speaking of that because that's a very that's a perfect analogy they're like well how come If this power existed, spoiler alert, you can force heal. If this power existed, why didn't Anakin use it to save Padme? Okay, first off, we don't know when this ability of being able to force heal came about. Nobody specifically said, oh, all Jedi know this internally. Internally, it's just part of who they are. No. This is knowledge. This is information. You have to learn this stuff. Anakin was taught barely he was out doing stuff obi-wan was not exactly the best teacher in the universe let's not fool ourselves
1: no he was just the greatest jedi warrior
0: yes he was a warrior not a teacher yeah. there is a difference there he taught anakin how to fight really well perfect that doesn't mean he gained all the. Sp- it's like it's like if you're in, in D. let's take it as D, right you're all human and you got your swordsman human and your wizard human. They're not going to know each other's stuff. They may share the same race or in this case the same order, there's different ways of being a Jedi. And we've seen that, you know. So we know that Rey has some of the best people to teach her. Most likely, what I'm going to say is off-screen is that Leia was t- training her. Leia was trained by Luke, and Leia is going to be more of a healer than a warrior. Just nature of the beast.
1: Well, if you if you went into this movie not seeing uh, the Force awakened specifically, mm-hmm. then you're going to be at a complete disadvantage. Oh right?
0: yeah, yeah. You have to at least watch the trilogy to get anything out of this movie.
1: So, like when um when when it first opens up, you know she's you know going through training, and, and it makes sense because when we first meet her, she doesn't give any clues that she's force sensitive or anything like that. No, she's, she's just like on this desert planet, just, you know, just trying to survive. Right. And that's when like, essentially the war like falls in her lap. Very similar to like what happened to Luke Skywalker in the very first movie. Right. True. He was just minding his own business and the war just landed in his lap. And then it turns out that he is basically like force sensitive himself. And, not only for sensitive, but like, he's really powerful. and He just doesn't realize it.
0: Right. You well, know? and it's the same thing with Ray. It does take a lot of those same pieces. If you look at the trilogy as a whole, you look at the arc, there are some differentials because they're not going to just repeat the same things over. But there right. are uh, similarities in their story arcs, a little bit different. You know, there's a, always that switched, you know, tempted by the dark side. You, you come you, you redeem yourself you don't quite fall I mean for God's sake you know they both feared their parents
1: and then yeah. and then on top or of everything else if you if you watch The Force Awakens uh, Snoke Supreme Leader Snoke actually gives a like a little foresight he's like you were bested by a, a girl who mm-hmm. untrained unpolished so that's when it kind of clicked in for me in that first one like oh She's just got raw power. She doesn't know how to use it. And you kind of saw it when she went toe-to-toe with Kylo, who at that point, he had all the training. I mean at the beginning of the movie, he stops a laser blast with his hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he he's pulling information out of people's brains.
0: He knows you what know. he's doing. He's gotten yeah. trained.
1: Yeah, he's and he's really strong with the Force. And I mean he's mm-hmm. pretty formidable. Oh, um, yeah. no, I mean she know, doesn't kinda...
0: catch up until much later.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then you see in the Last Jedi where like she's almost as equal with like little to no training whatsoever.
0: Right. But again, you're talking a pal. I mean, spoiler alert. You're talking a pal. Spoiler Palpatine. alert. Yeah, yes. big spoiler. Um, major it, and then it, major spoiler.
1: And you know the thing about this movie was they said it so nonchalantly. Like you, you're sitting there and they say the story of like, I know who you are. You know the reason why you know your parents left you wasn't because of you know them doing something else it's because they were trying to protect you because you're being hunted by palpatine you're you're his granddaughter and then it explains that his son was supposed to like bring her to him mm-hmm. so that way he could like use his sith powers to move into her
0: right right he was she was going to be the vessel of the new sith
1: yeah so that way she could have like all 1,000 years or whatever it was, a 1,000 millennia worth of Sith in her, and she'd be the most powerful Sith empress ever, right? Is that what he said? Like, yeah. Like that's what he basically
0: – Which is a neat point, which I thought was kind of cool. So this is a big – because people are like, well, what's the difference between the dark side and light side between one's considered evil and one's considered not? It's a, it's a, a manipulation versus a cooperation. That's that one scene where I am all the Sith, he isn't being metaphorical. He's literally taken the energies of all the dead Sith before him that he's able to touch and suck their juices dry. Where with Rey, the others are with her, helping her, but they aren't in her. She hasn't sucked their powers dry and is using their powers for herself. That's the difference. And I think that's a very—I mean—that's one of the amazing scenes of the movie. Is you see that, and you see a clear cut the difference between force of good, you know, Jedi and the Sith. It's not about a religious order. It's not about a a cult. Even though the Sith does kind of give that feeling there, um, with you know the cloaked figures throughout. I mean, there was hundreds of characters there. I don't know if those are Sith users or just.
1: Dedicates, I think followers. Yeah,
0: Sith followers. No yeah. power, but whatever. So you definitely see that, you know, the Jedi have friends, the Sith have followers. And you kind of right. see that you get that throughout. But this is yeah. that was a clear cut. Here it is, right in front of you. Get it? Got it? Okay, cool. Moving on. And they speak to, you know, Ray's and Kylo's connection. You know, that it is a extremely rare event. That their it power only happens of once
1: every forty-two generations of Jedi, where things like align like this, and their life force becomes so so strong. Right, and connected. Bonded. Yeah, yeah, and bonded,
0: and that's you know so cool. I get it; it's awesome. You know, it's a super Saiyan-type shit. Whatever. I mean, that's <laughs> well, the other what it thing, is.
1: the other thing I noticed about this whole Sith versus Jedi thing, and this is something that I because I've read some of the books and read some of the comics and watched a lot of the clone wars and rebels and resistance. Um, One things that some of the things that you learn about the force itself is that the Jedi's are more like they're okay with moving on in the grand scheme of things. Like they become part of the force. Like they like they're okay with dying and, mm-hmm. and moving on and like passing on their knowledge to, like the other Jedis in in the form of these force ghosts, right? You don't have that with the Sith.
0: The Sith,
1: they fear death, Mm -hmm. and they're using the the, the force to elongate their life. They think that death is like, no, I can't die because I am the Sith. I have to live, I have to remain immortal. Let me just move myself into this other vessel, whether Mm -hmm. it be... And this was a big theory way back when, right? That when Darth Vader like shoved the Emperor down the Death Star in that fight in Episode Six, a lot of people thought that's probably a clone. Mm. That's probably not his true like form. He probably like his essence probably left that and went into another body, which was a very popular theme in a lot of the novels that came out between Episode Six and Episode One.
0: Right, was that Palpatine wasn't really dead.
1: Right. And that this is a thing of the Sith where, like, once once a, a Sith apprentice became powerful and gained the knowledge to, like, essentially live forever, cheat death, that he could do this. And Palpatine figured out, oh, I could just make clones.
0: Mm-hmm. And Which... that's when
1: in Episode 2 they introduced the whole planet of all they do is clone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the real question then becomes at that point is with the me- with the mechanics and all of the stuff that they have built up for Palpatine's return in this movie and his connections and everything else. A lot of what you see in the reviews is that, you know, the last movie, you know, the last Jedi said, you don't have to be a Skywalker to be powerful. You don't have to have a family member who's famous to 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 win the war.
1: No, because you saw it throughout the galaxy. Like, anybody could be Force-sensitive. You saw the stable boy, you know, hold his hand out, and the broom went to his hand.
0: Right. So does this movie, The Rise of Skywalker, revert that? Which is what a lot of people are saying. is it taking a lot of the stuff that was kind of brought to bear in The Force: the Last Jedi and said, yeah, yeah, that's true, but nobody cares about that. They only want to see this. Where?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You, you see what I I'm see saying? where you're
1: going with this. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. Well, and, and then the other thing it. that came out during Rebels was it's all about balance, right? Mm-hmm. Because you had uh, the Force basically exerting its. The Force is neither good nor evil. It just wants things to remain in balance. If you have too many Jedi, the Force does something to, you know, weed out some of the Jedi so that it evens out with the Sith. Right. You had like hundreds of Jedi's and you had one Sith. So he put everything out. Then you move on where now there's more Sith because you have Asajj Ventress, you have Mm. uh, Darth Vader, you have you know Senator you know Emperor Palpatine, all Sith, and you only had Obi Wan and Yoda.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So it has to put things in the balance. So then you have you know Ben Kenobi and you have Ray. So it has to you know it has to balance itself again. Right, and then of course spoilers. I know we keep saying this.
0: Yeah, man, just reminding people.
1: It, it ends up with just being Ray, no Ben. Right, Ben is
0: gone, which is interesting. I felt that was a good move. I thought that was a, a if you will, a daring move. You know, because they're talking about this movie being very safe, just kind of a retread, and it's safe, and who cares, and blah blah blah. I don't think it was safe. I really don't. I don't
1: think it was safe either. No. You know, because a lot of people could have gone without the <clears throat> the the overlying uh, layers of is it Ray and uh, Ben that hook up, or is it Ray and Finn that hook up, or is it Poe and Finn hooking up, or you know what I mean? It,
0: you you nobody... got n- you got none of that. None of that. Yeah, they didn't do any of it. You could see some yep. things possibly happening, maybe. Like I thought it was interesting that Poe ended up having like almost two girlfriends at one point it seemed like for a hot minute there. Well, you it know? seemed
1: like Poe gets around yeah. and he doesn't care who yeah. it is. And like I... he had a he had a serious thing about – and that was the whole thing. Like I was – he kept saying, how come you can't tell me because Ray's here? You can't tell me what's going on or what was happening or <laughs> right. thoughts? Kind of a jealousy type thing, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And I love it with and him was... and his girl that she was – he was like – at that last scene where he's like he looks at her and he's like hey and she's like
1: maybe no and no she's like no no it's not gonna happen <laughs> he's yet. like all right i gave it a-. he's like all right i gave it a shot yeah and it's know, like it's
0: amazing. like great it's like one of those things is like it doesn't have to have a big romantic ending it doesn't have to no. be happily ever after to that level it could be we fucking survived and won let's pick up the pieces
1: you know plus i think it was good that jj didn't do that well i gotta give credit we always give credit to jj yeah Chris Terrio also did the screenplay on this. And if you're not familiar with Terrio's work, he was the screenwriter for Argo who won an Academy Award for that. Mm. He also did uh, Batman v Superman because he rewrote that one from David Goyer. Um, so he's very involved in these type of big budget movies. And he's really good at... And you can kind of tell like his handiwork in this where he took like... Yeah we're not going to have the romance of the Han and Leia thing. Cause that basically made episode five and episode six. Right. right. We can't overshadow them. Like, like we can't have Ray and Ben Kenobi be the greatest love, you know, love story of the saga. No, it was Han and Leia.
0: Right. Well, and, and, and it's, it's kind of a, you know, they, 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 they said, no, we're not going to do relationship stuff. We're not going to go that way. But then people got kind of – Oh,
1: I completely forgot. Sorry. People are going to hang me for this. Rose and Finn.
0: Well, that's – I was going to – that was where I was going to next, yeah. the Rose and Finn thing, where Finn kind of has this other girl he's kind of interested in. And Rose just kind of disappears in the background for a couple of seconds there. She got some serious out-of-movie well, backlash.
1: Well, yeah. She had to She had to quit Twitter and Instagram. Yeah.
0: And then you know people are complaining, well, she wasn't in the movie enough. Okay, was anybody in the movie enough? (laughs) I mean, what's wrong with you people? She was in the movie. The problem is, is you're you're showing that you know, and the biggest line: "There's more of us than them."
1: Yeah, we're not alone.
0: We're not alone. There's more of us, and the very final line was: "They don't have a navy. No, they're just people." And yeah,
1: it's just everyone. It's yeah. just
0: everyone. And I think that's what we have to remember is it's going to be everyone. And not anyone is going to get their own huge amount of screen time. It's obviously the Sky- end of the Skywalker line so and, you know, publishing the story. So you're going to get mostly them. That's what you're here to see. That you're paying the big bucks for. But they gave everybody scenes. They gave everybody moments. You know, and it's, it's, it's just – I don't think it was a, oh, we're just going to, you know, ignore her. No, it was – that's – what they did that's the choices they made i don't think it was on purpose being you know scared you know
1: yeah for, for for me i was i was checking i was checking the boxes the second time i watched it and i was like okay did you have a a, a snow scene yes did you have uh, a desert scene yes <laughs> did you have a forest scene yes okay did you have a space battle yes did you have you know a lightsaber duel yes did you have a lightsaber duel involving like More than four or five at a time. Yes, did you have uh, uh, you know, people who had weapons that could deflect force sensitivity? The Knights of Ren.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Which was which was interesting. I was interested in the Knights of Ren. I was surprised that they weren't. I expected more out of them. I guess a little
1: bit. Well, the thing is, they kind of hung. Back in the shadows, which I kind of expect from an organization or cult or whatever you view them as, because like you saw them like even when they were in their spaceship, you saw like Kylo Ren's like TIE fighter, you know, sleek, you know, efficient, you know, very, very much about his personality, right? Mm -hmm. And then trailing behind him is this big, bulky, you know, wedge with these two like intimidating, like engines on it. And they're just radiating heat out the back of it. Like, you can see the distortion. You're like, okay, yeah, these are the these are the really bad guys mm-hmm. that stay in the background, and they're just intimidating as anything, right? Right, but they they're don't actually kind of really
0: like... do much.
1: Right, right. I mean, they're there to... And then they give, like, that element of suspense. Like, when they're walking around that desert planet, Chewie makes a left-hand turn around that, you know, around that little uh, embankment there, and then you see there's two Knights of Ren standing there.
0: Mm-hmm
1: completely motionless, completely silent and the thing is that Chewie could smell things in the air. He could not tell they were there.
0: Yeah. yeah, And that's a that's a key piece. And they did that I think they did it at least twice in this movie where it's like, oh, a character you love is dead. Or memory wiped. Oh, no, 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 they're not. It's okay. It's okay. You had your freak up, but you, we're fine. We're fine.
1: And you know that was an Abrams thing of look, we're going to separate C-3PO and R2-D2 again. And I'm giving you and i'm tipping my hand that something bad is gonna happen oh yeah you're my
0: best friend you know that line
1: yeah yeah so you're like all crap yeah (laughs) and then it was with chewy right Mm -hmm. same thing with chewy how hit how you know everyone was very oh you're 250 years old you know you've been cheating no we won't turn it off and they turn it off they treat him like he's family right Mm -hmm. and you're like man, something bad's going to happen to Chewie. They're mm. being really super nice to him. They're doing all the schmaltzy stuff, right? Mm-hmm.
0: You can practically see it going to happen. And, of course, because it's JJ and Bad Robot Productions, there was a couple of uh, lost cast members in there, you know, yep. just for good luck, just for good measure. You know, I thought that was always we... amusing. He's like, hey, guys, are I... I... you guys doing anything? You want to be in a Star Wars movie? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he also... Uh... We also lost a lot of the members of the Resistance that we known over the last couple movies, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we saw them bite the big one in that space battle sea where see, all hope was lost, right?
0: Right, and, and you know, it, you know the main characters aren't going to die. You know, that they, they call it... They were talking about it in The Mandalorian, actually, because we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, but they talked about the armor that a character wears. You know, in the original Star Wars, it was that the um, stormtroopers had horrible aim and because of that that's why they had you know they couldn't get shot easily because of that there's an element of risk but they weren't really ever going to die um, and in the Mandalorian they use literal armor to represent that it, yep. and again in this movie stormtroopers really bad aim what the hell except,
1: except, except for those ones in red
0: except for the ones in red who actually knew how to aim I felt, because, and this is a scene that kind of brought it all to bear, and I love when they do it in the TV shows. Again, if you haven't watched Mandalorian, spoiler alert. Not major, but minor spoiler alert. If
1: you haven't watched The Mandalorian, my god, your life is incomplete. Yeah,
0: no, it's a beautiful thing. I've watched all eight episodes, so I am caught up. Um, Oh, gosh. Yeah. um, The biggest thing is that there's the two stormtroopers, the new bromance, better than Finn and and, uh, Poe, uh, it's a new bromance. The two stormtroopers waiting uh, with with Yoda, and they're trying to shoot the can. And they're yeah. sitting there with their guns out, and they're trying to shoot the can, and they literally keep missing.
1: And they blame it on their weapons.
0: Yeah. So my inquiry is – and I don't put this past a big empire like this. Is it actually the laser weapons the, – the, the guns they're using are crap because it had to produce them in so much quantity so quickly – or is that they really don't really train them very well because, again, so many so quickly, and they're just crappy shots? Or is it a combination of the two?
1: All right. Here's my belief in this, and we've seen this, and we can relate it to real-world things. Okay. All right? Go on. In the real world, I'm separating out of, out, of, out of this. I would like to say that the U.S. military is probably the finest fighting force on the face of the planet. It's also not very large. We don't have the biggest Navy. We don't have the biggest army. We don't have the biggest, you know, infantry. We don't even have the biggest air force. Hmm. But what we do have is incredibly lethal. It is incredibly precise. So it's kind of like we replaced quantity with quality, right? Mm -hmm. We're in some countries like there's some countries where legitimately like they have like an army of like a million. Mm. But they're not really like the best of the best. They're just bodies. So, those, what I view the Empire as is like one of those bodies of like, we have so many stormtroopers. Who cares if their armor doesn't stop anything? We'll just give them the illusion of that. It looks intimidating to see all these things in white coming at you, right? No, oh, yeah. They, it's just a show of force, like sheer numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, first point of like winning the battle is you you know just imagine an entire battalion of these white these these soldiers clad in these white uniforms with all the same face because the helmets look like a face right Mm -hmm. and they and it just looks scary as all could be like some systems probably would just give up just based on that
0: right just the sheer bulk of it which is fair enough And they have a lot yeah and here's my thing is that you have a huge army that's literally all over the place
1: yeah an entire s- galaxy's worth to pick from they were just pulling kids from planets and just putting them, putting Which them in uniform they
0: mention here because you remember you always had that question of, okay we know during the Clone Wars what was going on it was basic yeah. for all intents and purposes the Clone Wars And it, it's very interesting to see the Pal- Palpatine's real plan behind all of that nonsense because he's basically he's controlling both sides of the war at that point
1: exactly If one one half everyone's putting their their thing in technology droids we can mass produce droids we can just outnumber them like hundreds of 100 to one right mm-hmm. a clone army yeah it takes a little bit longer to like create these things but they're better
0: well and i think the real point of both of this and, and Palpatine's real goal, because you got to think about it this way. They mention it here, and, and, and I know we're all over the place, but deal with it, people.
1: <laughs> is
0: Palpatine pulling the strings all along, right? Yes. We know that they state that. We know that he was in the beginning anyways. You go back to episode one, he's there, he's doing his thing. You know for a fact that he has a bigger goal. His bigger goal is he wants to control every planet. So his first attempt is basically it's not about the war. If he can get bases created on each planet, then he has the infrastructure for when he becomes the empire. Nothing to do with defeating separatists. Nothing to do with them at all.
1: Correct. You have the separatists that have these droid armies that are coming to these planets, saying, "You're now, you know, part of the separatist movement now." Right. Your 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 resources belong to us. Here's, you know, we're going to station this base, which holds like what a. 10,000 robots or something like that. Right. Droids. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> right. But in, yeah, would but, just
1: blockade everything. Right. But then in the end, all, like you said, he's just building infrastructure at that point. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. He's, that's all he's doing on both sides. No matter who takes over, whether it's Separatists or, you know, the, the Republic, he's literally building strongholds from himself all the place. So he takes care of that. The Empire moves in. He's done his thing. He now has control of everything. That's what we see in 4, 5, and 6. He's done that. He's, he's taken control
1: And then he finally dissolves the Senate in episode four. Right. So he's ultimately the ultimate power in the universe.
0: Right. So you got that going on, and he feels that's good. It's great, but he has to plan for the future. The rule of two. The rule of two. He's got to have a secondary. Who's going to be his next hit? Now, the creepiest part of this whole thing is that at some point, and possibly at some point, Palpatine has to have sex with someone. Or. Okay. Are we He's going... just a
1: clone.
0: You think the kid, that the his son is a clone of him?
1: <laughs> just like in episode, and I know we hate talking about this, in attack, you know, you know, the attack of the clones? Mm-hmm. Um, they basically gave Django Fett a clone of his own to raise as his son.
0: So you're saying that maybe see... that Palpatine's Kid isn't really his kid; it's actually his clone.
1: Yeah, I think honestly, I think it's his clone. Which, to, I mean, in 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 a kind of weird way, right? Our children are kind of like our, are like clones of us, right? Well,
0: yeah, and to be fair, we they know they share that it's our be genetic creepy. material, right? Yeah, you know it's going to be creepy. You know that. I mean, it's Palpatine. Yeah. Anything he does is going to. Yeah, it's Palpatine. Yeah.
1: So I'm thinking that it's you know probably some genetic material from like you know a lot from himself because. He realizes that that's the way he can elongate his life and cheat death. He has a son that could basically have an heir for him. Right. So that way he can then move into that body and then live even longer, right? Yep. So, uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to say fortunately or unfortunately, he didn't have a boy, he had a girl. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the women in the Star Wars universe are. Pretty powerful themselves, right?
0: Mm -hmm. In their own right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The force flows through us all. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, I mean, I think that's just my theory. Is that it was a clone? Like his son was a clone. He ended up like hooking up with somebody, and their offspring. Little did they know that their offspring was really the the focus of Palpatine's like focus. Like that's what he really wanted. He it wasn't so much that he, he. I'm, I'm probably guessing that this that the son of his probably had like a, an awakening, a moral awakening and be like, look, I don't want to be associated with this guy. Yeah, he's he's like evil incarnate, right,
0: which is interesting. And I'd love to see them do I mean, story. that story. Do that story. I mean, <sighs> th- you, 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 whether they will or not, they probably won't. But that would be a good cool story. I don't to see. Think they will. No, I don't think they will. There's a lot of stories that they won't do. Like, you know, uh, Lando and his new friend, you know, finding out where she's actually from.
1: The Adventures of Lando Calrissian, it's kind of like that's what they were hoping was going to save Solo, was the fact they were going to have a young Lando Calrissian. Yeah. And it didn't save
0: it. No, it didn't. Because the actor was fine, but it just wasn't. Lando is Lando. The guy, Billy Dee, knows how to do that role. Uh, You you have to just be a little bit creepy, a little bit lecherous, and a dash of charming. You have to get that combo right. Otherwise, it just comes off wrong, which is what happened. Um, All right. So we've talked about the reviews, we've talked about the tie-ins, I mean, you could go but we on.
1: But we didn't say what we thought. Exactly.
0: This, though. You you were reading my mind, like the force powers that you have.
1: Well, you <laughs> see, I've, I've been doing this a while. Yes.
0: Um, which is, of course, the question is, what do we think? Now, going in with, you have to go in, and you mentioned this, you had to go in with one caveat. J.J. Abrams only knows how to make one kind of movie. You have to admit to that before making your opinion of this money. No, which – what do we mean by that? He only knows how to make fast-paced movies, period. All of his movies are fast-paced, and if you blink, you are going to miss something. You're never going to get to go to the bathroom, so don't worry about it. I mean let's just you know, go with that first.
1: If, if you roll the dice and go to the bathroom like I did during the first time I watched it, <gasps> and it won't, no. I had – it wasn't me. I went with my daughter. Okay, fair, she enough, said, fair da- enough. She she says, "Daddy, I have to use the potty." I'm like, "All right, let's go now." So we went, came back, and I'm like, "I know I missed something important. I don't care because the movie was just that." All right, I'm gonna just come out and say it. the movie's just that good.
0: Okay, you're gonna just know
1: it. g- it's just that good. It... Reviews be damned. Mm-hmm. Friends be damned. Because I could tell you the more people I've talked to that I've seen this movie they they've all I've gotten mixed things I've gotten a eh, it, I have gotten I did not like it that much and they're like okay
0: I've gotten that yeah. they they think these are the worst this is the worst trilogy ever
1: that's what you've gotten yeah, yes I've
0: gotten literally the loathing and hatefulness of like jesus okay it's not that bad it really isn't that bad
1: I haven't gotten I haven't gotten the loathing or the this is just a dumpster fire I didn't get the same. I didn't get the same hate of BVS Batman v Superman or Justice League, or even I the
0: same hate from the Last Jedi,
1: or the Last. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You, you mentioned Last Jedi to people. Yeah. They, they totally lose they lose their, their shit. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what?
0: What? What is wrong with you people? Okay, fine, whatever. Anywho, um, no, but uh, I, I think that the biggest thing we need to understand is that. There is so much Star Wars to tell that it almost feels like they could have gone, like, another 45 minutes, given us a couple restful moments in there somewhere extra towards the end. And I think it would have so, been – So
1: you wanted you wanted Marvel's endgame is what you wanted. You wanted three hours, tie all the loose ends up. Well, they did.
0: They tied everything up. I mean they left a few open spots for them to make more movies if they want to but they li- did literally tie everything up. I just felt that it was so fast that you need to build the suspense a little bit and I felt they just didn't give that couple extra moments that
1: Well, and a lot of the big surprises in this movie or big reveals they were just like thrown out there. Well, They're just like Yeah. Yeah, you know your you know your parents. Yeah, you know you're a palpatine.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And that's how that's how it came out. It wasn't like a big dramatic pause or anything.
0: Right. And that's my thing. It's like, okay, fine, you're just gonna kinda of put it out there, but I just I don't know, I felt that the I felt that the one thing that was missing from the movie that I would have enjoyed that would have made it even better, not that it wasn't good, was a little bit better building of the suspense. I mean I felt that it didn't have the right pacing to build suspense properly, so you really felt the weight of those, bam, you're this, or bam, this happened, or bam. I mean, hell, you don't even get a chance to mourn for Chewie before you find him alive in the next scene. Yeah, you yeah, mean, it's yeah. literally,
1: your your heart drops. Liter- well, I had the fortune of going, and I'll say this till my last nine days, the best audience I've ever been in a movie with. And this was uh, the day before it released A Sneak Peek View At a local theater at 5 o'clock in the afternoon And literally Everybody was into the movie As much as I was Mm. Um, My daughter Because she doesn't have as much time Invested in it as I have She loved the movie And I mean I lost it when Chewie died Mm -hmm. I lost it when Leia went into that coma I lost it when when Chewie lo- when Chewie lost it oh yeah I lost that
0: was amazing it. that was an amazing scene I wish they didn't had. I wish they hadn't done it so wide shot I wish they had kept it kind of in on him a little bit more than that but I that was that was that was a pretty decent piece of cinema and you know when I really lose it the end oh yeah dude I I the second time I went to it m- my wife looks over me Ash looks over me she's like are you
1: crying like,
0: no, I'm not crying. <laughs> I don't
1: know what are you talking about? <laughs> See, I I I do the trick of looking up at the ceiling. Mm. Now we know I could tell. Yeah, no. Was... If you if you tilt back, look up at the ceiling, the the tears just they just roll back in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's how that works.
0: And and it was funny too because there was, but and I'm, I want to mention one other thing. But I want to say the people behind us were like, say it, say it, say it. <laughs> They were, like, whisper yelling at the screen, like, say it. We know you're going to say it. Just fucking say it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know she's going to say it, but it's like, it's one of those anticlimactic climactic. It's going to be continuing on, but it is the end of an era. And it proves the point of you don't have to be a Skywalker to be a Skywalker. You can be family even if you're not blood related. I think that's –
1: I think it's the most powerful
0: message of the trilogy.
1: Yeah, she brought brought real balance to the force when she basically made the decision of, yeah, I'm not Palpatine. I'm not going to rebrand Palpatine.
0: Right, which is a huge move. You have to have someone – the only way balance can be brought to the force is if somebody is literally the bad guy and says, no, I'm going to be the good guy. That's true balance. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be a great error. I don't know what they're gonna do next now. I mean, you leave a lot of things upcoming, but all the stuff they're talking about is back in time. They're talking about the new trilogy that they may or may not be working on in the future, near future, never, we don't know. It's gonna be a night of the old republic. Is it a bad thing? No, but we wanna know what happens next. You know, they're talking
1: about
0: hey, the Obi-Wan show. I said, it's not going to be in the future. Hey, it's to be back in the past.
1: Be, be, before before The Mandalorian, what did we all say? We all said we wanted a young Yoda mm-hmm. and a Boba Fett. Guess what?
0: We got it. Not in the it's, form we, we thought. We
1: got it. Not in the form we <laughs> thought. Yeah.
0: But we got it. And it's going to be interesting to see where they take it. I mean, there's so much. I mean, we're going to have to do a whole episode just on The Mandalorian alone. But... There's so many cool tie-ins to that, too. And it's, it shows that it's all in the same universe. They constantly bring it back to, this is one universe, and yes, just because we aren't all Skywalkers doesn't mean there isn't still influences from what the Skywalkers have done.
1: Oh, and the hatred that uh, that was on the internet when they announced the title of this movie, Rise of Skywalker?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> and the controversy, oh, oh, oh. and what, like, what the hell's going on here, and who is this going to be? Like,
1: they're like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait. You gave us the Force Awakens. That was kind of like a clue, right? Mm-hmm. Like JJ didn't leave much to the imagination." Which is
0: fine. We we know what's yeah. going to happen, right? We 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 know that it's a, someone's going to wake up with Force powers. Duh. Okay, move right. on.
1: Yeah. Then it was The Last Jedi and everyone was like, "Well, what does that mean? What does that mean?" And Ryan Johnson came out and said, "It's Luke. Luke was is the last Jedi." Yeah. And, and he and he caught so much hatred for that he and then it came out just before this movie's release was oh well the original idea was that had carrie fisher not passed away right she was going to be the last jedi which and then this last like... movie would have been her passing the baton to Rey. but she passed away yeah i so I... they had to do like some rewrites there and make and give Luke more of the spotlight in The Last Jedi.
0: Which I feel was a better choice only because he had a... That's the only one we knew. Well, no. Well, yeah, that too. But he also had to fucking redeem himself for throwing away his lightsaber from the last movie. He threw it away. He threw... And that pissed everybody off.
1: Well, yeah. But then, keep in mind, he did stop the First Order doing the most Jedi... Of things. And he didn't fight.
0: Yeah. No. Well. And that's the thing. And that's those two scenes. He did it
1: the most passive way to win a battle. He did it.
0: Yeah. And the thing is. Is that those two scenes alone. Will cause the most hate. The most despise. The most. You guys ruined our childhood moments. Or. Where we're coming from. Of. Yeah. If you. You. Understand the lore of Star Wars and actually do more than just, you know, search your feelings for your nostalgia. These are true to how the Force works. That is a huge ability. That is the most Force thing you can do, considering it's all made up and none of it's real. Just putting that out there, guys, it's entertainment. <laughs> it's not real.
1: Not, However, not that if you look at If you look at the unfresh, vine-ripened fruit website, the Rise of Skywalker, according to today, 55%. Mm It's rotten. It's bad. Mm -hmm. Audience score, 86%. Yeah.
0: So, what does that mean?
1: Exactly. I mean, what is if new- you look at the list of if you look at the list of top box office oh, yeah. as of today on their website, it's right,
0: not even close. It's like okay, one
1: hundred and seventy-seven point four million. Mm-hmm. Okay, which they said it fell behind the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Although this is staying, I think the rate is staying up higher than the Last Jedi. There's not that much of a drop off. Well,
0: here's the other thing of it, and I will mention this: I went twice okay i went twice way after its initial launch i bought my tickets online both times it said your three seats that you picked were the last three seats in the theater or close to the last three seats in the theater both times i went into the theater and it was pretty much empty yeah so i, I mean, don't know what that I went, means
1: packed first time it was packed second time same same thing as as you limited availability maybe three or four seats here or there we get in there we get to our seats we look around there's other seats open
0: yeah so I don't know what that means I don't know if that's you know well everybody's conspiracies are going crazy again but I will say as a purely anecdotal factual statement I don't know what the who's buying all these tickets and not or if it's like a fandango who purchases them in advance?
1: Or is it just the theater themselves saying, from this theater, we're only releasing 85% of the seats? Who knows? We're leaving some open in case people walk up, right? Maybe. That's the only thing I can think of.
0: I don't know. But whatever it is, it definitely speaks to that number. And the biggest issue is, is if people are inflating that number because of that then you'll never know how well the movie actually did
1: now to put this in perspective yes movies that scored higher than star wars the rise of skywalker that are on this list
0: yes jumanji the next level
1: yes frozen 2 which
0: i heard was actually pretty good
1: yes people said it was good not like the first movie. That's what they always say. Yeah, some, actually, some people, said,
0: some people said it was actually better than the first movie they felt. I haven't
1: I haven't come across that yet. Really?
0: I heard a few couple who say yeah. it had a little bit more heart and it, it dealt with more adult themes and it was a little more mature. Which is good <sighs> and bad for a Disney movie that's animated. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Uh, Knives Out mm. which got 97%. Um Bombshell no idea at sixty seven percent I don't think I heard of that one bombshell, if I'm not mistaken, that's the movie about the three women at Fox News that accuse the fox uh pre- the president of Fox News of uh sexual harassment, oh God, yeah, it's uh Margot Robbie Charlize Theron, wow and I forgot the other yeah, but it's one of those biopics, right, yeah, and it's like. Yeah. Uh, you know, they look they look like the people that they're that they're representing, but I'm like it's just to me, it's like, does it is it worth the movie being made about this? I don't know. That that's a whole other thing.
0: Yeah. Right? No, I hear you.
1: Uh R- Richard Jewell, seventy two percent. Queen and Slim, eighty three per cent. Ford V. Ferrari, ninety two percent.
0: See, and I just All
1: biopics.
0: I don't get it. And they're all like Barely making any money. Yeah. Barely I mean, it's not even close. And even if movie theaters across the country are buying out seats, they're not buying hundred and seventy seven million dollars worth of seats, which is what Skywalker is at right now.
1: Right. So right. I, I I mean will it hit a billion dollars? That's the other thing. Like Probably not.
0: Probably not. I mean it'll be it's we'll see.
1: They'll need China they'll need China yeah. to get to a billion. Yeah.
0: So we'll have to see where that goes. But
1: the- now the interesting thing is when you look at the reviews that are on the site if you if you were a person that was solely dependent on the opinions of other people on which movie to see next, if you were to read the reviews on here you would not want to see this movie
0: yeah yeah
1: and this is and this is what they call a good review. I'll give you the opening line if you disliked the last Jedi like I did, you'll like but probably not love. The Rise of Skywalker.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw that. one. If
1: you liked <laughs> The Last Jedi, this review may might not be for you. Well, what does that really tell somebody? Yeah, who's like you know just a casual like movie fan, not a cinephile, right? You know, well,
0: the problem is, is Star Wars is one of those things, is one of those movies that you either are in or you're not. It's like the Marvel. You're either in or you're not. These are not movies you go into lightly. You can't just go, Oh, that looks cool. Let me go see that. No, you, you can't not at this point, you know, and, and you're going to go into these movies with baggage, no matter good, bad, or indifferent, or you try to be neutral. You're going to go in with, with baggage. And as far as a movie goes as a pure cinematic piece of movie, you would basically make this movie horrible because you have no context. No understanding. If you didn't watch any of the other movies, you shouldn't be watching this. You have to at yeah. least watch the trilogy, if not the whole thing, to get anything out of this movie. That's the downside of cinema now, is that if you have to watch eight movies to make this movie make any sense at all, that's that's an issue. I have an issue with that. There, as much well, as I love that- the Star Wars and the Marvel big cinematic blah, blah, blahs, I'm also a big fan of what DC's doing. Make me a movie that's a single movie that's about a character. You get a story arc. Maybe you throw them in. You don't give an origin story. Fine, whatever. I'm, I'm an adult. I can figure that out. But you don't need to give me nine movies to make something happen that I'm like, wow. Versus, oh, that
1: was yeah, nice. Did, did you need two other movies to give you an aqua, a really good Aquaman
0: movie? No you really didn't you didn't i mean you just just didn't it was a good story it was a a good Uh, aquaman still
1: good like i just watched it on on hbo the other night and i was like this is a really good movie
0: it's a good movie and again i nothing against again nothing against the sagas nothing against the epics nothing against marvel and star wars and all those and all their ilk but i'm hoping and very hopeful. That movies that are coming out in that genre for Marvel, for DC, for other things like you know even like the freaking Doolittle movie can really Oh yeah, the,
1: new, the reboot yeah,
0: yeah they can really start to move back at least a little bit to decent movies that are singular and that are able to stand on their own two feet and don't need sixteen movies to back them up. That's my hope.
1: Like, and here's the other thing: if you want to go, if you want to go to like a serious movie joker even if you didn't watch a single batman movie and you go and you watch the joker you pretty much have a good idea who the joker is now
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. no absolutely and that's a great concept and i hope that others get into that side of the bandwagon too marvel's too far along they can't, they can't go back now no they're, now, they're well, now the
1: next movie for them yeah the next movie for them is black widow which and i'm like well, well who's next uh, hawkeye
0: I'd watch Hawkeye. I think he's doing a TV series. I would so. not watch a I liked Hawkeye. I like Hawkeye. He's cute. He's fun.
1: Clint. Clint. <laughs> yeah,
0: Clint. Good old Clint. Oh,
1: yeah. Don't get me started. That's mm. a whole other podcast. Yes. But <laughs> th- 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 for this, if if anyone's listening to this to find out what our thoughts on are on it, it the, a part of the crit- criticisms for the original trilogy was that it wasn't um, it wasn't sci-fi enough right there wasn't a whole lot of sciencey things happening in it like star trek was star trek was a lot more science fiction Mm -hmm. right um then the prequels came out and it was like oh because of all the cgi in those movies like it just doesn't appeal to me like everything's a cgi shot Like, the characters are walking everywhere. There's a lot of walking in these things. There's no sense of urgency because they were on these green screens and green studios on conveyor belts. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And then then you got to these movies and everything went back to practical effects like in the first movies, but the speed of, like, what action movies are like now, and people just still don't give it a shot, right? Mm -hmm. They still refuse to, like, accept it. I thought all three movies were good. Mm -hmm. If I had to rank them. I would say I would say 978 The last movie Rise of Skywalker Force Awakens And then The Last Jedi
0: And you know why Go on The J.J. Sandwich (laughs) You're my only hope (laughs) Well on that note I want to say To all Star Wars fans Go out and see it it's worth to yeah. watch. It's a good it's so story. Don't listen to people who are being negative Nellies. This is a movie you, you worth could take it.
1: A, you, could take a, you could take a kid to see it. There's oh, not any language no. in it. There's not, no nudity. There's nothing you have to explain or anything. Yeah. There's no uncomfortable scenes. I mean, my daughter didn't like the kiss. She was just like, did they have to kiss? I was like that, I will that was tell
0: it. you what. That was a fucking awkward kiss, even for me. I watched that kiss, <laughs> and I was like, who is she actually kissing in that moment? Because is she really kissing Leia, who kind of embodied Ben at that moment to bring him back to life so he could go ahead and save her, so is she really kissing him? Or is she really kissing Han Solo, who kind of came through him in the end and it was kind of there in some deep memory? Or is she actually kissing Ben, which doesn't really make it any more attractive because he's not a very good-looking fella, in my opinion. And it just makes it awkward and uncomfortable. And his smile at the end was like, Yeah. And then dies. I was like, what the fuck? There's no way that's yeah, not yeah. an uncomfortable kiss, okay? That doesn't – I yeah. do not get any romantic vibes from that because, yeah, no, just no. Yeah. So I agree with your daughter. You. Yeah,
1: she was like, did they – that's the only thing that she had exception to. Everything else she was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was I was in on it too. I, I, I could be hit – I could be on either side regarding that scene. <laughs> I, I fall.
0: It's what everybody yeah. wanted. But then when you got it, you're like, no, no, you know what? No, we didn't want that. Take it away. Take it away now. Oh, good. You killed him. Okay, yeah. good. We're good with that. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. like everyone wanted, to, everyone wanted to see what was underneath Darth Vader's helmet until we saw what was underneath Darth Vader's
0: helmet. Like, ew, ew. Put it back. Put it back. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, guys. Go see it. I think it's a great movie for what it is. It does come with baggage, but you know what? A little baggage makes it more Interesting. And I think this has been a great way to start off our new season. We are going to do yes. interviews. We are going to have fun content, a lot of exciting lots of things.
1: Lots of friends of friends. Yep, lots
0: of repeat podcast friends coming back on the show again on uh, the next couple of weeks. We are going to definitely go out and see movies. We may be launching some more of our videos again. You never know what's going to happen. So if you aren't following our YouTube channel, make sure you are. We are over here and there, we were going to launch an episode or two of our classic YouTube video episodes on this podcast. So you kind of get a sense of what we were like on those older d- days from like last year, two years ago. Uh, <laughs> but definitely keep up with us: Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all the rest, and of course the great Tumblr. Um, we are in a Nevo now. We aren't doing too much on any of them at the moment because it is the holiday season for us at the moment. But we will be back on them. Reach out to us by email at Two Nerds a Joke. At gmail.com if you want to come on the show or have any questions opinions we were trying out that live podcast thing didn't quite work out technology wise for us but we may come back around and circle around to that again at some point um so let us know but if you want to listen to us weekly this is the time this is the station wherever you get your local podcast thank you guys so much ernie because the force will always be with us give us a
1: Peace out.
0: Peace out, everybody. We will see you guys next time.
1: And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.